Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about open relationships, long distance messes, and the dude who wants to be official but not official at the same time. Enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was just doing live You Up podcasts uh, in D.C., Philly, and Brooklyn. And it's so, I know we have, yeah, the crowd and studio audience is here. Uh, very appreciative of them. Yeah, it was that type of energy at all the live You Up shows. I know we have some crossover between this and the You Up. Oh, the crowd here. I mean, my God, what a Monday here. So I, I, I want to say I met a lot of you. We talked. We hung out. So much fun. So much fun doing the live. Those live shows are an event. Um, they keep getting better and better. Um, we're, keep, we're still tinkering. I'm still in the shop. I'm in my garage working on the engine of those live shows, and uh, they're going to keep getting better. We're going to keep adding things. We're going to keep making it so, uh, you know, because I understand this podcast, the way you listen to it in the gym, on the way to school, on the way to work, on the way home from work, wherever you may be, on, in, leading you into falling asleep at night. I listen to podcasts a little like a lullaby. I know. I get it. I got my shows. So... I, we're working on taking, translating the podcast you listen to intimately, translating to a live event that feels like it, it can be done with people there. Because, you know, we, we go through, you're going to hear, if you go to the U Up Bonus podcast, you should listen to those, all of those. And uh, the Philly one especially to me was, was kind of where we're trying to get to. Um, and, and you know, you know doing stand-up, you know, some shows are different than others. Some energies are different. Some crowds are different. And then you get to that one, you're like, oh, this is where, this is the sweet spot. This is where I want to, and my job and Jordana and all the people at Betches and, you know, Shelby, when we do the live J trains, um, is to make it so you can walk into that energy. So we're working towards that. But the shows, the shows, the shows Wow, so much fun. Over 700 people in D.C., over 400 people in Philly, over 700 people in Brooklyn. Like craziness. So, so much fun to do those. Um, I, I, uh, we have all these emails we want to get to. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP. It's been a while since he's been back. Sam Morrell, thank you for coming on. Yo, thanks for having me, dude. Great to have you. At Sam Great guest alert. That's right. He's back. Uh, Sam, how you been, buddy? I love sound effects. I'm a big sound effect guy. Oh, Shelby's brought the heat. Can I steal you for a second real quick? Oh, there was a lot of that at the shows. So much. That's the thing. When we do the live podcast, we did some after parties, and it becomes like the bachelor. I'm not saying I'm the bachelor. I'm not saying they're trying to hook up with me. It's more that I'll talk with someone, and we'll take a picture, then someone will come over and go, 
can I just get you for a second? I want to get my uh, picture. Do you think that they're having a conversation? It's stressful, man. I, I was at Gotham all weekend, and I'm from here, so I had all these people come out of the woodworks, and they just, like, if you don't drink with them, they're disappointed. Oh, it's your... That's the toughest thing about, I think about doing comedy in general is that you're out every night, but it's one person's one night. Right. So and we're like, both binge drinkers. Yeah, I'm going to get into like, it. I wouldn't say either of us have a problem, but I think we have like a problem in moderation. I, I, I absolutely. I would say... We will have a problem if we're still doing this ten years from today. Going, oh my, we don't have a problem. Five years, five yeah, years, yeah, yeah. dude. That was I mean, being generous. That was, I mean, that was the thing. You know, what's great is it was a kid. Growing, I never forgave this kid. This is a weird story, but uh, he came to the uh, show at Gotham, and I haven't forgiven so him. So, for those of you that don't know, so Sam is a stand-up comic. You should all go follow. He's so hilarious. Hours Comedy Central special. Go follow at Sam Morell on Instagram. He's putting up. You know, every couple days you're putting up stand-up clips. I'll do either old stuff or topical stuff, stuff that I don't care about burning because I, I still want to do specials, obviously. Of course, but, but you're 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 putting it out there, and it's it's to get a little taste. It's like yeah. going to the Baskin and Robbins, being like, "Let me get some, <laughs> let me try some Chunky Monkey." Oh, I like this. I will have more of this later on. Hell yeah! So all of you, if you you know, even if you're not, you know, some people, you know, what's weird when people are like, "I'm not a stand-up fan." I'm like, "What do you mean? You don't?" You, they saw you one don't bad. Think you could be a lo- They saw one bad stand-up show and they've written off the whole. The art whole form. thing. Yeah, totally. Because you do. If you saw one bad magic show, you'd be like, "Magic's not for me." But I would understand that magic. Like I could be fooled you by would, magic. But you would. Yeah. You would. But a lot of people. It's you'd never see a bad movie and be like, "No movies left." Yeah. But with stand-up, for some, it's a more obscure thing. It's so. also more personal. It's like you came out to a show. Mm-hmm. This one person took your money and and fucked you. They're like, "Yeah, I saw comedy on a cruise ship once and it wasn't good." I'm like, "Well, that's not all of it. That's, yeah, there's we, other stuff." We can but. find you other stuff. So Sam just headlined a weekend at Gotham, uh, which yeah. is in the city, where you did a headliner set which is you know 45 minutes to an hour yeah. and so people come out to support it was cool and you had a friend from high well, school well this guy never forgave him because when we were here's what happened i grew up in the city mm. and this kid had uh his family had like a lake house situation and he was like big party at my lake house yeah and we were like all right i never like i kind of was on and off with this kid but anyway uh he was a kind of an anal guy none of us had driver's licenses so yeah. we had to just get a car and just to get to the lake yeah well you're a city kid yeah we're not we're this not drivers. Is the, the city kid <laughs> thing that i always think about i'm like man your life immediately your life is completely different than mine when you're a 13 year old kid and you can get to the movies without your mom wow yeah i don't, I don't even think of that shit but i always so thought about that. that was always the biggest difference to me between city and suburb kid suburb kid you're like how do we get to the movies how do I bother my mom or dad for a ride to this fucking Damn. movie to embarrass myself? I take that for granted. Because <laughs> really you would do. just walk. Yeah, because it's, it's almost like when you like when you OD on like soda as a kid and you don't like it anymore as an adult. Now it's like the opposite. <laughs> where I'm like, I want to see a movie with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I didn't do it enough. Maybe for me, growing up, it was like, oh, we gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to sell my mom on it. I gotta, you know, rides there, rides back, waiting Damn. in a parking lot. No Uber. No Uber. Damn, that is. And crazy. at what age now? Like, I don't even know what age I would. If I had a kid who was twelve, would I let them in an Uber? Like, I don't know if that's, that's you tough. Know, what no, do you do? That's tough. I, well, anyway, we go to this, he has this party, this whole thing. How, it's in a lake house. So yeah, it's like a nice place. A yeah, but it's a bunch of just bad kids just 
you know, you know, no licenses, car full of weed and yeah. booze and everything. And we're getting hammered and it's like an all nighter. And I, he was like, kind of, we always had like a tension. He always kind of bugged me a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, I, I liked him, but he kind of bugged me. It's one Something of those. Something off. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, this is partially on me. I spill, uh, like a cranberry vodka on a rug and at he, the lake house. Yeah. And he's like, that's he, a big, that well. That's a to, bad move. That's a crime at that age because he, <laughs> well, he's trying to have the party without his parents knowing. I fucked up. Cranberry can ruin his his month. I am incriminating myself up top because I want to at least be fair here. Okay. But I understand. But also, it happens. What's it happens. He, you have a party. I didn't puke. I, no, no, no. I spilled yeah. a drink. It I, happens. Puking and, is a real thing. And but if I, your I spilled a drink. Lake House doesn't have fucking cleaning materials, that's on you too. That's, that's on, on them. That's you a know, good so, point. So. I, I like the already kind of siding with me. Yeah. Of but course. Here, here we go. So he comes in, he goes, you fucking asshole, like, screw you. Like, and I was like, fuck you, pussy. Instead of saying sorry, I should have said sorry. I said, fuck you, pussy. Straight to fuck you, pussy. Not cool. Not cool. I was drunk. Yeah, yeah. It was like 6 a.m. I get it. At and, his house. At his house. In my house? In my house. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was a bu- It was a fuck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he comes in the room in front of everybody, cocks a gun in my face. Wait, what? They had it. I was shocked they had a gun. I was like, you have a fucking gun? See, this is <laughs> fucking caught, crazy dude that is like that is how you expect to die on some yeah. level like i my life is worthless enough that he's gonna it's just gonna go off and blow my head off and they're like also mad like this kid could kill me of all the ways i'm gonna yeah. die it's this motherfucker over a cranberry vodka, vodka. i know it's so it, a that, cape cod <laughs> <laughs> you never hear someone call it a cape cod <laughs> go to go to cape cod <laughs> Fair enough. I've never been. But so anyway, he cocks in my face, and I was just—I thought I was gonna die. So I—I I, I just yeah. I talk a shit. Gun, I talk a, shit. I—I I, I was if, if I if people were telling my story, I don't want them to be like he was quivering with a gun in his face. So I was like, you fucking piece of shit. I was like, you don't have the balls. I—I I talk shit to him because I was like, I—I I thought I was gonna die. I didn't want to yeah. fucking. And my friend, I well, always there, remember, there is this thing of like. You know, you assess the situation. You're like, okay, this is someone I can say fuck you pussy to. Yeah. And then he <laughs> rose your fuck you pussy with oh, a he, unimaginable, you know, amount of, of, of stakes. I bluffed. I bluffed and he had two aces yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, I remember my friend, we were redoing this story at Gotham and he, my friend, put two, both his fingers in his ears thinking there'd be an explode like a huge gunshot go wait a minute off. so your friend was at the party yeah saw the gun come out he does what may be the biggest pussy thing yeah fingers in each of ears like a yes. screeching subway is coming like by a, like, yeah or like a bugs bunny cartoon <laughs> yeah, what, not even like a is, so he brings no up. no like hey hey hey, hey. like i would have been the I, I would like to think, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to be Mark Wahlberg if I had been on the 9-11 right, plane, right. but I would like to think that I would be like, easy, easy, like, let's I bring know. it down a level. Dude, it was just... <sighs> so this kid came to your show? He comes to a lot of shows. I recently spoke in my high school, and he came to that. Like, he comes all the time. He oh, so won't, this is a, he this won't is a apologize. person. I know he's weird. Like, he won't apologize for what he did. So so then we're talking and he kind of made a comment like, you know, you're never that warm to me at the bar. And I was like, this is after the show. This yeah, I was like, I don't like you. Yeah. I haven't forgiven you for this. You pulled a gun on me. <laughs> you cocked it. You cocked a gun. If you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Well, my friend, uh, my friend is also there and he said, just forgive him. I'm just like, why? So it's not weird for you. This isn't yeah. fair. Why should I have to forgive him? It, dude, this is a story that I can't even relate to because I don't even know someone like. 
a gun. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Is he like you know city kid? I just assume rich kid. Yeah, he is, but he's not. So but like, he's not like. Is that a way to be tough? Like I like probably. to me, it's like such a that is such like a King Joffrey moment. It is. You know, like, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I get the reference. But you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't even watch it either. But I'm saying I, it's such a, a the the son of a king moment right. where you go to your parents' lake house's closet and you pull out a gun because you want to be tough in front of everyone else in the oh, high school. And just that an- and now alone, still that alone could have been in my fucking obituary. How annoying would that be in an obituary? Awful. He went to his parents' lake house closet <laughs> to find the weapon over over cranberry and vodka. Oh. So anyway, yeah, I've had trouble. So what happened? Did he make up? Did he apologize? He, I was considering forgiving him in that moment and then he said it was 50% my fault 50% your fault and I was like nope another decade of me being uncool (laughs) to you you just bought yourself another decade also stop coming to my shows yeah it's just annoying and I'm also annoyed that I think he was comped because I comped my other friend Uh, and then he brought him so uh (laughs) well listen if you're out there and you want to go go see Sam just don't pull a gun on me and I'll be so cool to you (laughs) listen no 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 life is worth a cranberry vodka okay. there probably a couple but it's not mine on a on a, on a rug you can get it out no. so go follow sam at sam morell on instagram go follow go support he's gonna be uh on you're gonna be on conan next week next week yeah you ready no i'm not i'm actually a little nervous because i'm not ready but, but you're you've done like a lot of late night yeah. sets i mean there is there an element of like oh i get to go out to la i get to you know I don't like LA that much. No, I'm kind of annoyed. I'm going to LA. Uh, do you, are you going to just go there and back and done? No, I'm there for a couple nights. I'm going to do the comedy store with Joe List one night. Okay, a, a good friend, and then uh, we're going to do an, a show there. I'm going to do Conan. I'll probably catch up with cousin, a cousin out there, and some friends. And I'm there three nights, which is one night too many. I like to be there two nights. And but he, I, you, you have the set ready. You know what you're doing, but you have to work it. Ish, out. not really. It's it's a dirty late. And I'm I, I have too many dirty jokes in this set, and they're fine with it. But I'm like in my head about it. I'm like it's kind of a dirty TV set. Yeah, but I mean they're changing the whole show. I'm I'm yeah. interested to see what it's gonna be now. I love Conan. I haven't watched the new one, but I mean I I love him. So go check out Con- uh, Conan next week. You'll see Sam on there. But follow him on Instagram at Sam Morell and Philly Helium. You're gonna be in Philly. One of my favorite clubs, man. So awesome. Go follow. Go support. One of the best. Let's do clubs. some emails. Let's you ready? Do it. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We got Shelby here on the ones and twos. Shelby, you came to the U Up live shows. I did. You were somewhat a celebrity. I can't help it that I'm a hot little piece. I, <laughs> an HLP. I, I always thought of you as an HLP. Everywhere we went, where's Shelby? Whoa! Where's Shelby? Everyone's looking for you, and and it seemed like you you struck some some oil. I mean, talking to people. Okay, okay, not <laughs> to make things awkward. Okay, let's get to the emails. You ready? J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. We're just gonna go straight to the inbox. You know how we do it here, right, Sam? Yeah, dude. It's been a while, but I remember. There's actually an email titled "Classic Shelb." Uh oh. Should we read it? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, with that type of excitement, I, I figure we should. I just want to say that uh, I, I love, I love how we've been hearing more from classic Shelb, hmm. and I wanted to th- share something funny from when I began listening to the pod. Oh boy, this could go anywhere. So naive, naive me started listening to the pod in 2017. I liked the parts where Shelby would chime in. I think I know where this is going. Do you know? Should I not read it? No, it's. Not a bad thing. Okay. 
um, share some news or be otherwise featured in part of the episode. I did not do any research into who Shelby was and was chatting with my partner one day, and we were guessing into what Shelby looks like in real life. A lot of one wondering what you look like. I understand. Okay. I told him I thought Shelby, based on vocal qualities alone and knowing nothing else, was a soft butch lesbian in her early 40s. When then we... How can you be soft and butch at the same time, though? I Maybe that's a... Because she's saying it's her partner, so maybe she's a lesbian and that's a term in the community. Mm, like okay. a soft butch. This is person's probably from Oregon. Yeah, in her early 40s. Which, I heard David Tell once describe Eugene, Oregon as the town that makeup forgot. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best descriptions. <laughs> I Brutal. was there, and he's so right. <laughs> the, the, Eugene, the college students are very different than the people that work at the town. I talked about it. I did it like I used to do these plane thoughts when I come back from the colleges and write up what I thought. The pe- it feels like they went to a resort at Eugene. Like all yeah. the people that work at the school look like they'd be from there, and all the people that go to the school look like they're just like vacationing for four years. Damn. So there's like the locals versus the you know the outside. Oregon is a weird state, man. Because you got Shelby. Portland in there. Are you from there? Uh, yeah, I am. Spent some time there. Oh, cool. Mom still lives there. There we go. I mean, Portland, Oregon is amazing. That's the only part I've been to, but it is an amazing city. I've been to Eugene. I only did like an hour in Portland. I'd never really been there a long time, which then led my partner to burst out laughing and describe me that Shelby's not, in fact, a middle-aged lesbian and is strapping young man with lips a drag queen could only dream of. That's agree on with that statement. Facts only. Facts only. Anyways, love the show and you both. I'm looking forward to what exciting content you have in 2019. A formally, seriously misinformed fan. So that was nice. I want to make sure Shelby gets his love. I was about to write down, thought I was a girl. To like, oh, I, before you give the reveal, I was like, oh, oh I... You, that I'm, was where you thought it was going? Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I'm happy to give you your... Give your love. Let's you guys it. are a yin and yang, man. Jared's got the energy. Shelba's got the, the quiet Shelba's kind the of... the calming force yeah. of the show. No, you need that. You need Sunny that. Sunny and Cher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some more. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I'm a female listener who works at a bar. On a Friday night, a group of five guys who went to my high school were and were a year older than me walked into the bar. I didn't know them well in high school, but they kept staring at me and whispering to each other. I called out that awkward, uh, called out the awkward right away and asked if they went to my high school. They said they knew I I looked familiar and they knew my brother who was their age. The rest of the night, they were all being flirty with me and I was flirting back. They were all really attractive, but was there was one that caught my eye. When I gave them the check, the boy who paid wrote his number on the receipt. I was flattered but upset because I was into a different boy at the table. Hmm. So she gets a number from the high school people, but it's not the guy she wants to talk to. I couldn't get the one boy out of my mind, so the next morning I found him on Instagram, followed him, and he immediately followed back. And although I wanted to DM him, I got nervous since he was knows my brother and he wasn't the one who gave me his number. I was hoping he was going to message me after the follow, but he didn't. I wanted to DM him, and I wanted to say, in case you forgot to ask, on Saturday my number is blank, 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 blank. But I chickened out. This leads to my question for you. Should I wait it out and see if the guy DMs me? What do we think? I, I personally would just shoot your shot and go for it. Yeah. I, I mean, like, if you're not into the other guy, you're not into him. Why would you wait it out? Yeah, and also, the guy who gave you the number, like, he shot his shot. Yeah. Everyone deserves, you know, just because, you know, it's not, this isn't shotgun on a car. You know, I you respect I respect people taking you know the yeah taking the shot, but you, you, no one is forced to take no one. You don't have to do it. So All, just you know, do what you're into. Also, from his perspective, the guy 
If you wait for him to DM you, he knows his friend gave you the number. Yeah. This guy wants to be able to not get in trouble with his friend while also maybe if he was to pursue you, he wants to know that he can go to the friend and be like, well, she messaged me and here's here's the proof. Right. Two, does following him indicate all uh, at all that I'm interested? All of the guys at the table, I only followed him on Instagram. Not, it's it's too light. Yeah. Also, he could assume that you followed all of them. Right. Like, he's not going into your follow history. Yeah, it's maybe like, oh, hey, but it's, that's all it is. It's, it's almost like it's almost like someone just saying hi. Yeah. You it's know, I, I definitely, I would. You need more. I like the message because if you DM him, then. Three, I think a DM what, is, the, is that's how you flirt, right? That's, I agree with that. What do you, well, she gets to that. What do you guys think of uh, girls who DM them and what is a good opener for when DMing a guy she likes? Well, you're the master of this. You, I mean, <laughs> this is this is what I'm known for. Yeah. This is my thing. What do you? What would you want to hear? I don't. If you like the person, uh, as long as it's not like a neg, then I think it's fine. I'm just annoyed by the negging. You know, yeah. it's not my thing. But uh, but I if as long as it's like, hey, what's up, or something like that, just start. Just get the ball rolling. What girls that neg don't understand is that that's not necessarily built for a man. I don't You're, know if it's built for anybody. I don't think. I don't think. I think a lot of people don't like. I don't think girls like that. Well, I think negging is like preposterous i think it sucks and the dumb move yeah. but the but the the fact that it exists it wasn't created by a woman to get with a man it was created by a man to get with a woman Fair so enough, it's not exactly yeah. you're using the wrong medication it's like giving me the pill like <laughs> I, I don't you know i don't need that <laughs> right you right. know guys you know want that you know ha- are built on ego so you come in it's like you know you you throw us an egg we're just like ugh. You're just annoying. I, I, this doesn't make me want to chase you more. Yeah, I just think like, I, and I don't mind. Like, I'll, I'll rarely DM, but if it's a girl I like, I'll DM. But uh, you know, sometimes after a show, you get that DM, and it's, it's as long as it's not obnoxious and I'm interested, I'll, I'll respond. Absolutely, her DM to him should acknowledge that you. Uh, it was cool seeing them, and then see what his plans are for the weekend coming. Oh, that's a good move. So you want to. Acknowledge the past, hope for the future, ask for the future. So you're looking to get in touch with him to let him know that you're looking to hang. Hey, it was cool seeing you guys. So weird. We never really knew each other in high school. I just love the high school reconnection, too. There's something hot about that because there was that there was that what what if moment, you know, that there's that familiarity. You share experiences. It's almost like a brother or a sister. Yeah. You have things shared that you really couldn't teach to someone else. And also the fact that you didn't hook up in high school, it almost makes you feel like maybe you're cooler now. You did it. Right? You've beca- you've evolved. Yeah. Yeah. I she, think so. She writes, since one guy in the group gave me his number, am I off limits to this dude? No, but you're off limits for him pursuing you. That's the reason, if anything, other than him not being attracted, that he didn't send a message. Yeah. I, I Some guys just don't take that step, you know? I, I don't. That doesn't mean he's not into you, so maybe just you just do it. Hey, what's up? Great seeing you last weekend. Wanted to see what you're up to this weekend. I'm going to be out with my friends. We should get together. Yeah. Boom. The The one DM that I used to not like as I'm going to be as, out with my friends, or does that mean that that's not very aggressive, though, on her part? Right? I think it gives him the chance to be like, oh, cool, where are you going? Like, I, I think where she's But what just, if he brings that guy again? Oof. Right? I don't know. I'm just I'm that's a good playing point. devil's advocate here. Yeah. We should maybe like we should you should come by my bar again sometime or maybe we should get a drink sometime. Maybe just go for it. See, I always got annoyed and maybe I was wrong with the let's do drinks. 
Yeah. And I would get annoyed at that because I was like, that gives no air for this to breathe. I don't even know you. That's you not bad. That, no, that's a, that's a fair point. Yeah. So like I, I would always get annoyed. But I also like, there's no response other than yes or no. But to some girls, that's what they want. They want an answer to just to know if they should waste their time or not. So maybe. It's, yeah. No, I think, it's, a, it's a tough one because I've definitely done it, too, where I, I kind of do the passive message because I can tell the girls maybe unavailable in some way. Yeah. But I like So I've definitely had to be the, well, let's hang out. Yeah, I definitely do the I've done the friend thing for sure. How about this? Hey, great seeing you and the guys last week. Here's my number. Let me know if you're ever back at my bar or you want to go get drinks. Yeah, now that's you got good. both of the other options. That's Give good, man. You're, you are the you are the <laughs> J Train podcast. You are the J Train uh, J Train podcast at gmail.com. Sam Morell at Sam Morell here with us at Sam Morell. Go follow. Go support. I like this one. Open relationship opens up problems. Are you? What do you think of the open relationship? I I just think it's ridiculous. I mean, like, look, that's that's my opinion. If it works for you, whatever works works. I think, like polyamory or whatever you call it it's it's usually just it's usually a guy who agrees to let a girl fuck other guys is what what it seems like to me it's usually a girl that's not ready to commit to the guy i think really i see it the other way really i always think it's a guy not willing to commit but he's like doesn't want to lose out on the comforts of a relationship Maybe you're right. I, maybe it's because I have a friend who's in one right now, and he's a guy, and I can tell he doesn't like it. I can tell that he wants. I always more. think one party just doesn't like it. Right. Okay. Like so you, I, I, you're right. I'm wrong about the. It, it is. It's one party is not ready to commit usually. And when they're both on board, it always just feels like bizarre. Well, it's like Roger Stone and his wife, right? Like that. Uh, is that what they are? Well, they back in the day, I think, in like on the on the Dole campaign, they were like swinging and stuff, and they got uh, they I, got in trouble for it. <laughs> You know so, what I mean? They used to do like personal really? ads and shit. Well, but uh, I, I, it's weird when they're both into it a little bit. Yeah, when they're both into but it. But that's it's how kinda, they found each other, I guess. I don't know. They're when they're both into it, like you see it on TV more. You see it like they almost look like they've removed themselves from society. Like yeah. they're, they're like almost like star children. You know, <laughs> like it's like yeah. they're this hippy dippy weird thing. It's like you have no rules. No, nothing. I was watching Sister Wives, Seeking Sister Wives the other night. Yeah. Um, and I'm watching it, and it's like they all had this like gloss over their eyes. Like it was this one dude who was like, well, we're looking for one more. Oh. And it's like the, the he works on a farm, and then they are, he already has two, and he's like, we're open for a third, and we have to let the community know that we exist. And it's like you guys all just seem demented and like almost it, – it's very um, – cultish you know the thing about polyamory maybe for me in new york is that all of our hours like you know you have all the, everyone has like these intense jobs in new york yeah so it to me it feels like a, a thing where you where you'd be into where you have like a lot more downtime but here it's like you it don't did s- look like on that sister wives thing like he, it was a job like right. this guy had to go they lived a half hour apart he already had two wives that they lived a half horrible. hour apart. One had a kid. So he'd be home with the kid, and then he goes, goodbye, and the, the, the little girl goes, bye, daddy, and then he just goes to the other house, and he's just like having a night with the other wife. <sighs> he's like an open Don Draper. It's, it's so a, weird. It's really weird. Are you, Shelby, you got something to say? Yeah, then I think the new term is polycule. What like, does that mean? It's a combination of polyamory and molecule. Like It's a big group where they all fuck. Oh, really? Does that mean like yeah. it's like in you or something? Does that mean it's like like they're trying to use more science or something? Mm, it's like you're in a relate. There is a big group, and you're like in a relationship with 
more than one person. Oh, so you're saying that they have an agreement with other couples and then they float around each other, but they stay in the molecule. Yeah, it's like, it's weird. Like, yeah, have you heard of that guy, Ezra Miller? No. The actor, he was in, uh, he was the, he played the Flash in that DC. Yeah, I know who that is. Or like this weird Playboy interview, and he started talking about polyamory, and then he dropped the term polycule. I was like, oh, another term now we gotta know. <laughs> well, they're just inventing terms to not be like, yeah, I cheat on my fucking wife. Yeah, anytime you know, I'm, I hear, I'm, a, I'm a sexual deviant. Well, anytime I hear people defend like the animal kingdom, it always sounds like kind of yeah. creepy to me. Whenever they're like, "Well, penguins do it," I'm like, "I know, but that's it's, it's you're a not a fucking penguin. We're not meant to be <laughs> in yeah, bed like, before and hunter like, gatherer. Yeah. We're more complex. We're, we get jealous. I mean, the thing is, if for me personally, and and this isn't for everybody, but if I was in a relationship with someone and, and she was doing that. Every time her phone would vibrate, I'd be like, who the fuck is that? Who is it? Or what do you guys have together? Also, why am I wasting my time here? Like, what are we going to? Let's read the email. Yeah. J Train, dude email here. Cue the music. Ooh, yeah. A dude email. <laughs> A friend introduced me to your show the other week, and I've been binge listening all the old episodes. Love your advice, Feather Feather. Here's the problem. I'm in a long-distance, open relationship with a girl across the country. We only see each other every two to three months. There is no definitive end date to the long-term distance. So we've established that we can have casual flings or hookups with other people. I've gone out with some Tinder people to that end uh, to no avail. Several dates recently have ended the same way where we have a great conversation. I ask them a lot of questions. There's eye contact, laughter, and all the usual cues. But nothing happens at the end, and I never hear from them again. I'm wondering what is wrong. I've dated more attractive and interesting people in the past than these girls I've been seeing from Tinder. I It seems there's something different now that I'm in the open relationship. Even though I'm not telling people about it, could it be affecting the way I carry myself or my self-confidence or interest on dates? I find myself much more attracted to the girl I'm doing long distance with uh, than the people I'm trying to hook up with. But I'm a dude, and I guess my biology is against me, and... Uh, and I have to try to hook up anyways. I'm just tired of going on these dates where it seems like girls are interested. Then I never hear from them again. I don't expect anything on a first date, but there is no indication at all that they want to see me again. Can I do something differently? What do you think? This is a really like sticky situation, I think. I, I, I've done long distance before, and, I, and yeah. I did it the other way. where we, I didn't hook up with anyone else, but... Uh, that's also frustrating. So I don't know. Yeah. I, this sounds like, yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's carrying himself differently. I would be my guess. Well, I mean, to me, it's like when you're hooking up with someone and then you're still in that like gray area of like, well, I'm hooking up with that person. That's probably the person that like we're progressing and starting to go towards something. And then you're going out with other people and you're like, you're just kind of lazy with it, you know, like, and, you, and you're like, why am you know, where yeah. you're, you're like, okay, my, my backup plan is better than this plan that I'm I'm currently pursuing via the, you know, late night, whatever, you know, text I'm getting. Yeah, well, he's, it sounds like when you go on a date, a lot of times you're trying to establish some sort of emotional connection because you're yeah. talking. You're not just, it's not just empty, emotionless sex. So it sounds like he is seeking emotionless sex and... In a very emotional way. And that's another thing is like, I think that's something that people don't talk about, but it's, there's like an emotional monogamy, right? Where you've given your, you know you've given that part of yourself to someone it's that's almost harder to recreate that sort of intimacy well that's what that's exactly right because it sounds like he's he's like i am with this person that's three thousand miles away or whatever yeah. it might be and then you're trying to have the same type of 
relationship with the people you're meeting in your hometown. It's like you can't exactly. double that up. You're well, he's always with her for come- a reason, right? Yeah. So if you're with someone for like, like clearly you have a connection with her and you're probably comparing each date to her on some level and they're coming up short. And, and so you're, if you're going to do this and I could see why the open relationship exists, I get, I get what they're trying to do, but the open relationship exists for you to get off. Not for you to find love. Right. You know, it's like you're like, well, we're in an open thing because, you know, we're trying to, you know, we're together. But, you know, we understand that. But it's hard to pick up girls that way. It's hard to just be like on Tinder. It's hard to be like in an open relationship. Well, he shouldn't be on Tinder. Yeah. My thing is he should be. You go out. You go out with your friends. If you meet a girl and it happens, it happens. Yeah. That's kind of what this rule, the rules that you've created. It feels like. You're trying to find someone else to get away from your current girlfriend that's totally. better than your current girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like, if you want to be with that, if you want to be in this open thing, you can't double up on what you have. Yeah, no, you're totally right. He definitely just needs a fuck buddy or he needs to get out of this relationship, probably. Yeah. It's, J- hard, to, it's hard to get out of those long distance things, though. They really are. Because there's two people that are hanging on to something. Yeah, there's two people that are afraid of being alone. Yeah. And and it's like yeah, and but what's Or to, they just really like each other but can't change their lives, you know? They just that that's that other thing. That's part of it, but I I, I do think like you're not getting together two months. I'm getting three defensive months. here because I've been in them before. So I'm like, well, wait a second. <laughs> I get it. I get why they're doing it. But like to me, like when he's like, it's every two to three months, and then he's going on dates, being like, We're having interesting conversations and I'm and I'm asking questions and why isn't it going anywhere? Because your whole thing is built on I might need to fuck. Yeah. Not I might need to hug someone and tell them my dreams. How many times can you jerk off on FaceTime before you want to be touched? But I mean, it's like, I get it. It gets, it gets old. We are sponsored people. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm glad I led into that with how many times can you jerk off on FaceTime? <laughs> get that clip. We're going to play that a bunch of times. Sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Expertly designed for you to get your best rest. The great thing about Casper mattresses is they are designed by humans for humans. They are made for all kinds of bodies. The original Casper mattress was designed with different kinds of support memory foam. They created a sleep surface that has just the right amount of sink and just the right amount of bounce. The Casper will cradle you right to sleep, and it's designed to keep you cool all night long. That's a big deal. Staying cool in the bed. God, it's so hard. Is this time of year? I don't know about you, but like, get, just getting the temperature in your apartment right. I'm so irritable. Every hour, opening the window, closing Brutal. the window. I'm trying. I I think I need a fan. I think a a, a ceiling fan. Yeah, would really help me out. Um, but Casper, you don't even need to get the ceiling fan. It'll keep you cool in the bed. Don't buy it. Best of all, Casper's designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. That's right. Make America great again. <laughs> And they'll deliver right to your door in a, so, yeah. in a box so small, make you wonder, how did they get it all in there? That's my favorite part of it. The, the small box. The magic trick. Like, I got, okay, I got to buy a mattress. Where do they sell them? Get sure. it home. You just bring it to me. They bring the mattress Easy. right to you, and then you open it up, and then poof, a mattress. I, I hear it's a great mattress. I've not used it, but... It's, a, it's fantastic. Let me tell you, yeah. shopping on Casper.com is easy. I compared mattresses and could shop for everything else I would want, like pillows and blankets. Right now, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com slash JTrain. That's Casper.com slash JTrain. 
and use the promo code JTRAIN at checkout. This is only applicable to select mattress purchases. Terms and conditions apply, and you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. If you don't like it, send it back, plus free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. You can't lose, so get your Casper mattress today. Get $50 towards select mattresses at casper.com slash JTRAIN. Use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. Sleep tight. Here's another thing with these mattress. Um, if you're on the mattress that was handed down from mom, handed down from dad, from college, you need to fix that. Yeah. You just say, you know, it's time to grow up. Time to have a bed worth sleeping on. It's also like, it's like, it's, they don't age well. It's like wearing the same sneakers for like 10 years. You Abs- got to get new sneakers. Absolutely. For support and shit. Shelby, you got something to say on the subject? Yeah, no more than five years here, guys. Replace that. <laughs> I like this one. Guy yeah. wants me to hook up with other dudes and tell him about it. Ooh. How did the Kurt kink- Metzger get your email? <laughs> the kinks are coming in. Dearest J Train and Shell, fellow, there's all around. I've been dating this guy I met on Hinge since September. Okay, so sh- they sent this a day ago. So this is a, this, this is, is like back to back kind of edgy emails. Yeah. It's like this is like a new age, man. People, here's the thing: we're getting towards the winter time where you're. You're 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 cuddled up against the September guy, right? And now you're like, all right, let's get a little weird here. <laughs> I think we're in that weird winter time. He said he wants to keep things casual because his last girlfriend cheated on him. They broke up two years ago. Well, <laughs> Ca- casual is a funny way to break in. What's yeah. casual to you? I want another dude to bust a load on you. <laughs> okay, very and, casual. And the one before that cheated on him as well. Not sure if that's the real reason why he wants to keep things casual, but I'm fine with it for now. Wait, so they both cheated on him, and now he wants girls to cheat on him. Yeah, this is, um, this like all plays in. It's funny that he got cheated on. He's like, wow, this is making me hard. (laughs) Well, that's like what, it's funny, because I I told you I was watching that show Escape with Dan Amora, and it's like Patricia Arquette, they kind of made her really frumpy for the movie. Okay. You know, but she's. You know, I'm not giving anything away. She's fucking the inmates. Okay. And in the opening scene, she's getting fucked with the inmate. I'm like, this is kind of hot. Just yeah, it's so wrong. There are things. That's the that's the problem with you know with dabbling down the dark road of porno. Is you're like, <laughs> oh yeah. my god, I had no idea. Why is this speaking to me? <sighs> yeah. It's and not you didn't good. even know. That's the thing. You see all those categories, and you're like, I always say like to women, I'm like, there's guys masturbating the feet, so. You're someone's foot. Like, you know, like, don't get depressed by this dating world. But that's also depressing in itself to know that there's like these things out there that you're like, like, there's people out there that like, they all of a sudden they saw a mascot and they're like, I want to fuck someone in that mascot costume. Uh, Furries? Is that what they're called? Furries? I only know that because of Entourage. But I'm saying like that, you know, how horrific is it that you like, you're like, I guess I gotta find someone to do that now. Well, it's, it's crazy because you don't even know you're into it. It's it's like almost like the first time someone sticks a finger in your butt, and you're like, sure. I had no idea. I mean, this I, is kind of nice. I'm the big. I'm a big proponent of the finger in the butt. Oh, I'm a huge bucket. fan. It, listen, but you go up like there's that you know there's that certain level of homophobia that our generation grew up with. Sure, and you're like, I was vehemently against this, and then you're like, oh, I mean, this is what I've been talking shit about all these years, and now I have to be like. Listen, I I have made a huge mistake here. Um, <laughs> let me just apologize to everybody. You know, like you have to have like a press conference. <laughs> I feel like I got to be fucking Kevin Hart apologizing. 
you know, know. Well, they write when we look when we hook up, it's pretty rough, kinky. He likes me calling him daddy. He also likes. I, I kind of like that though. That is fun. That's fun. He also wants to hear about the other guys I've slept with since I've last seen him. If I don't sleep with anyone with someone, he tells me he tells me to. If I don't sleep with someone, uh, someone he tells me to. He also said it's fine uh, if I sleep with other guys as long as he's my only daddy. He also really wants. This, it me, sounds like this guy's pain has evolved into a fetish. Yes. He almost so really wants me to do anal, but I'm a little nervous because he's so aggressive. There's so much going on here, I know. So my questions are, what is up with the daddy stuff? Why does he want to hear about my hookups? Two, if I didn't hook up with anyone uh, I have since seeing him, but not really regularly, should I lie about it because it turns him on and so it looks like I'm cool with being casual? Three, tips for anal. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well... It what sounds like this guy has got some stuff he needs to work out, though, I think. I, I think yeah. there sounds like there's some self-loathing mixed with some anger towards women in here. Fear of commitment combined because of being cheated on yeah. combined with wanting to hear about the guys you're fucking is like, that's like a, a recipe for like, you got to go talk to somebody. Well, about it sounds this. like he here's and this is I'm going a little deep here. You know, no anal pun intended here. But sure. I'm going a little deep. He, he wants her to cheat on him. Right? Mm. Then he wants to give her anal. It sounds like he wants her to hurt him and then he wants to hurt her. Interesting. That is deep. Yeah. I mean, that's probably part of it. And like, that's the thing. Have you done anal with a lady? I'm not a fan. Not a fan. James Smith used to have a great joke about like, there's two roads. One of them is really working well. The other yeah. one's very bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a good road. That's kind of how I, I was like, that's a great joke. That's how I feel. I, I did it once and I, I, my biggest issue with it was it's not, if especially when they're like not into it, like when yeah. they're not like when it's not their thing, like listen, if it's a, if it's a girl's thing, good for you, get yours. Sure. But when it's not their thing, there's a noise that comes out that is not pleasurable to me, and that's maybe what he wants to hear as far as like hurting her, because it's not like it's not like a orgasmic noise. It's more like a like. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like a <laughs> it's like an angry. I don't get off on hurting women yet. I'm still young. <laughs> yeah, well, but, uh, this guy's turned yet. the corner, it yeah. seems like. I would say, as far as the first question, what's the daddy stuff? What do you think? I, I think that's kind of hot. When If you're fucking a girl and she just calls you daddy, you're like, she clearly has an issue with her daddy. So yeah. that, to me, is a little hot. I once got the poppy thing from a, a girl of Latin descent. Same meaning, for some reason, doesn't. I don't feel it in my... It in did my, it for me. I don't it, feel it It did much. it for me because I was like, oh, Poppy. man, I'm disappointing my mom. Like, this was like the <laughs> wow, you're right, Jewish <laughs> on two levels. Yeah. You know what's weird? I'm looking at you, and I'm like, we must have so much shared lineage on 23andMe. Because we, we both have pretty intense eyebrows. The brows. We both have like kind of... I mean, I just shaved with a straight razor, but normally we have the same kind of hair sure. coming in. Thick hair. Oh, you, you're very Ashkenazi, right? Which one's that? That's the that's Russian like, one? Well, it's like Polish. Yeah, it's yeah, every yeah, country yeah. Hitler the, steamroll, the, basically. The other ones. Yeah. yeah not the, <laughs> I'm not the sexy hip Jew. No, but you like have a good physique for an Ashkenazi. I feel like you would be, you would carry your weight in the Israeli military and I would just get fucking killed. <laughs> we put you on computers. I'd be on computers. I'd be trolling the. Uh, the you'd, you'd be doing uh, the, 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 what's it called? The, the, uh, the, the, the internet warfare. You're Bauer. I'm the chicken 24. That's you know, I'm Mary Lynn Rashko. <laughs> but, uh, get a life, Jews. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that took a turn. But, uh, no, do we really, I think I was like, holy shit, we definitely have shared. Lineage yeah. is crazy. I I, I don't mean to change the subject there. The daddy poppy thing I think is just hot to see. 
well, guys want to know that you're there. Yeah. So I think that the idea that you have something to say during the whole sexual experience, that's a fun thing. It's for confidence. Any guy. It's also, it's just sheer confidence to be like, I, I'm going to call you daddy. I don't like when a girl, like I was with a girl recently and she was really, really pretty and cool, but she, uh, she was like, I said, talk dirty to me. She's like, what do you want me to say? I'm like, that's not how, I, I can't feed you lines. <laughs> yeah, I'm you not going to write this for you. I, I would say, yeah, the, that, that kind of goes into number two. She says, if I haven't hooked up with anyone, should I just say I have? Yes. If, if you want to play along with his fantasy. If you yeah, want but also this doesn't seem like a long-term thing no, for either of you. I, I think this will end horrifically, but <laughs> the idea that if, he, if, you're, if, he's say, if you're there with him and you want it to be this hot experience... I would just go so far. You gotta. This is an improv thing. This is a yes and situation. You gotta. If if you're gonna be there with him and you're okay with talking about other guys you fucked, I would talk about your fantasy. Right. So you talk about the fantasy you would have with the guy of your dreams, and that will up the ante of this whole sexual thing. The anal stuff. I don't have tips for anal. I would say don't do anything you don't want to do. But don't, don't but don't you think it's it. also like some sort of like brilliant reverse psychology too? Because he's encouraging her to cheat, and then at some point, like you just want what you can't have. At some point, she's like, "Yeah, I don't want to cheat anymore." You yeah. know, so maybe long term that is the move. But uh, no, it's uh, so then when you do that thing where you you know you talk uh, like dirty and stuff, and you're like you want that commitment, and then they don't commit. It's like, I feel like it's almost like a really smart level of reverse psychology here. Well, I, I do understand what you're saying. It's almost like he's saying it. He's having her do it to the point where he goes, well, I can't trust you because I can't trust people cheating on me so that he'll never get serious with her. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like kinda... he's making her do this because he goes, well, you hook up with other people. Now, this is the reason I can't commit because you don't go seriously with other people. You know what I mean? Don't you think, though, when, when those guys are super like, don't ever cheat on me, that it makes a woman be like, well, maybe I should cheat on him. But then. Yeah. Why don't you like yourself? Why shouldn't I like you? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do think that. You know, it's OK to play in the fantasy of this whole thing, but also know that this isn't going to work out. He is literally telling you. I don't want to get together because you because I've been cheated on while hooking up with you. that. That's the reverse psychology. It's that so say. weird that this is like our generation is going to be like parents, you know, with these I like know. weird things. You know, what I mean, I feel like I could be wrong. <laughs> I feel like my mom is such a prim and proper woman. I can't imagine her ever being like to my dad, like, go fuck someone and tell me about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, the toothpaste is out of the toothpaste tube at this point. I mean, like, <sighs> I mean, even if you look younger than us, like the amount people are okay with sexual talk and sex is like so much more than people that I even remember my age yeah. at that age. Like the talk is out there. But it's just weird that kids, are, we're like say we have kids who are like 13, it's like I heard your dad in a podcast saying some weird stuff. You know, it's so weird to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, well, I would hope that the accountants out there are on a podcast being like, I'm looking True. for polyamory. You know, I'm just but trying I feel to like so, I feel like those people do do podcasts sometimes, don't they? Yeah. I mean, the the other thought is that you know, we'll our kid. It'll all be normal. You know, our kids will be like, well, that's you know, mom and dad have another friend. I remember we found my 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 friend's dad had a pocket pussy, and it was like insane. We we're like, oh my god, yeah, that yeah, dude's yeah. dad is weird. He has a pocket <laughs> pussy, and now like you grow up, you're like, that's like the most normal thing. Yeah, that guy's that guy's been loyal to his wife for thirty <laughs> years. He's doing okay. We're sponsored people again. This goes with our first sponsor. I'm very excited about this. Brooklinen. I love Brooklinen. I love the feeling of sheets. 
Uh, when I stay at a fancy hotel, I love that feeling so much that I want to bring it with me. But shouldn't it be it shouldn't be expensive hassle to buy sheets like that? You want hotel sheets for not the hotel sheet quality price is really what we're saying. That's where you sleep best. However, once you start looking at <laughs> looking, you'll realize most bedding is marked up three hundred percent. Brooklinen offers luxury sheets without the luxury price tag. Brooklinen was named best of online betting by Good Housekeeping. Brooklinen is the fastest growing betting brand in the world with rave reviews from Business Insider, Apartment Therapy, and Men's Health. They've got 30,000 five-star reviews from actual customers, more than any other betting company. 30,000 happy sleepers can't lie. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer betting company, meaning they work directly with manufacturers and customers. Listen, I love what Brooklinen do. I personally love the Luxatine sheets. They offer, they're the best seller, and I can tell you why. These sheets are buttery soft and feel cool to the touch. I'll say I love. I never realized how much I enjoyed the feeling of a freshly made bed until I grew up. Yeah. You make a bed, you get in it, you're like, this is an accomplished I night. appreciate a nice bed. I also appreciate a, a fluffy towel. Love I a took, fluffy towel. I took towels for granted, man. I, I You ever on like the road and you get one of those really paper thin towels? Oh like, my this God. Isn't, this isn't living. You're the, there are certain things that on the road that you feel, if you're in a no good hotel you're and you just get that... That towel that's too thin, the the bedding that's like you know the the comforter that feels like a sheet. Yeah, the, it's when you really when you sleep well, you live well. Yeah, my Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. We're now. really starting to talk like our parents. This is right? depressing. It, well, you you know, life goes on, and you just don't want to deal with the bullshit. No, you're right. No, I, I really appreciate a a, a good sheet now. It's Absolutely. Crazy. Now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for just my listeners. $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN. 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 That's promo code JTRAIN for $20 off and free shipping at Brooklinen.com. That's Brooklinen.com promo code JTRAIN. Brooklyn is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is use promo code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Brooklinen, these really are the best sheets ever. Here with Sam Morell, at Sam Morell on Instagram. We got time for one more? We do. One more email. <laughs> Let's do one more. He's going to be at Philly Helium. He's going to be on Conan next week. Go follow go support so fucking funny you guys are all gonna love them what do you want to do of these fuck marry kill ladies restroom echo wow did i give off the vibe that i'm in uh, that all i'm into is hooking up (sighs) taking things slow good or bad i think you gotta i can't choose there's too much pressure on me here could the be perfect harmony why not my sister um to drink or not to drink is my friend a cheapskate Giving me the definition of boyfriend, but not the title. Ooh, I like that. That's kind of interesting. Okay. I, oh, oh that's a long one. Long I'm always into the commitment phobia stuff because I definitely have a touch of that. Let's do it. Um, the problem. I've run into this problem a few times in the past. I don't know if it's me, something I'm doing, my personality, et cetera, the guys I'm dating are a combination of both. I'll start dating a guy's a few months into, into it. They'll all get, always give me something to the effect of, you're the only one I'm dating. You're the only one I'm sleeping with. You're not wasting your time with me, but I'm not ready to be official. This is, some, this is something that I've heard a lot through this podcast 
that I don't necessarily understand. Yeah. And it's a lot of guys are doing it now where they're like, we're together. We're, we're not fucking other people, but we're not exclusive. Have you mm. heard of this? Um, I know I haven't. They literally give me the definition of boyfriend, but won't give me the title. I don't understand. In my most recent dating debacle, I've known the guy for years. We actually went on a Bumble date about 33-ish years ago. The date went fine. We ended up uh, being more friends. We know a lot of the same people. He works in the music industry, and I have a lot of friends in the industry. We randomly saw each other at a festival two years ago, kind of hit it off again. But he started dating a girl basically right after I saw him. They were together for a while, just broke up in September 2018. We ran into each other again at the end of the October and started going out on a regular basis. Going out on regular dates. He even bought me lingerie for Christmas for Love and Lemons, which is a higher-end nice brand. Okay. <laughs> that's fall. also... It's, I have a whole joke about that, but that's, it's not, that's a gift for him. That's not... Yeah. It that's also, not like a romantic gift. That's a fuck gift. Yeah. And also... It, the higher end it's not like he he's not gonna get you the one that's from like the fucking you know like the the porn store yeah. like that comes in a plastic <laughs> he got me wrap. laundry at target then yeah. definitely ended <laughs> we took a trip together for new year's eve i've met a lot of his friends and his brother and sister-in-law he bought us tickets to see my favorite band at the end of february so a uh, month from now all right that's a good gift. all this is great but i got a little drunk last weekend and i kind of made a joke about him going on a date with someone else then more seriously, I was like, wait, are you going on dates with other people? And he kind of laughed and said, oh, are we going to do this talk now? <laughs> I like him. That's him taking a moment <laughs> to think of his answer. I like that. Oh, oh are we going to do this? Oh. You're going to pull this again? Because if you're oh. pulling this again, I'll, I'll pull it right back. Oh, you want to talk about me dating other people? As he's inside of you. I, I, and I told him, no, that I that I honestly never want to force the talk on, oh, what are we, even though I am self-aware. Yeah, until you've had know. a couple cocktails. Yeah, that's kind of what I was doing in a roundabout way. Yeah, well, yeah. listen, the, the shit at the fan. But I did want to know. If you're I wasn't, doing holiday gifts, like he should not be dating other people, though. Yeah. And I did want to know that I wasn't wasting all of my time putting all my eggs into one basket. I told him that I've been. It's so funny. I'd never hear guys say that. Exp that's, that's a very. I, and it's look, biologically, yeah. I get it. I'm wasting my time. If you want to have a kid, I get it. But it's like it's such a. It, so that, that, I think that's maybe we're going why guys do the label thing. It's because they feel this. They might feel smothered by that expression. I I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah, and maybe that's like, well, that's why I'm gonna give you a non-committal uh, title. Yeah, because we know that the the train leaves the station for women. Yeah, it doesn't sit at a station stop. So yeah. when you start with someone, you go on the first date. You got to keep going, and then you start dating. Okay, well, what's next? We move in. What's next after that? We get engaged. What's next after that? We get married. We, we have right. a kid. None of those stops get, by women. I'm just saying a lot of times it's never doing time to breathe. A lot of women, you'll be like, well, we're just hanging. We're having a good time. And they'll go, well, I want to know that the next thing is coming. Yeah. I'm hanging. I'm having a good time. It's, it means you're not having a good time. I would feel like I was cheating in a weird way, even though we aren't officially together. I'm naturally a fiercely loyal person to my friends, to the guys I'm with. I've been bumped, in, uh, bummed in the, uh, burned in the past. Uh, being loyal to guys who weren't loyal to me. I know I shouldn't let past relationships dictate how I feel about this relationship, but a bitch has lived and learned, and I feel like I will always get stuck in the we're together and I'm not sleeping with anyone else, but we're not together trap. I, uh, he under assured me that I wasn't wasting my time and I shouldn't be going on other dates, that I was the only one he was seeing, talking to, sleeping with, again, basically giving me the definition of boyfriend, but not calling himself mine. Chatting about this problem with my friends and another girlfriend has his 
has the same problem, and it just ended things with the dude who had just gotten out of a relationship, told her he wasn't, uh, told her the same thing. He wasn't sleeping with anyone else, and he wasn't ready to be in a relationship with her after just getting out of a long-term relationship. My guy didn't blame it on going out of a long-term relationship. He didn't really blame it on anything, though. He just said, I thought I should trust him. He just said that I should trust him. My friends and I tossed around ideas like maybe it was because we're too lighthearted, too casual, too relaxed, slash fun, and maybe we need to be more demanding. I just don't understand anything anymore, LOL. What do you think? I think that she should be you know, conscious of the past relationship she's been in because you, you, people have patterns, right? Yeah. So maybe you are choosing guys who have commitment issues. Maybe that is your type. So I think you do have to look at that. I think... There's no such thing as too demanding for what you want. If yeah. you're in a relationship with someone, whatever that level might be, whatever label you've given it, we're together but we're not together type of thing, mm -hmm. you want, you if you stay right now, the minute you wake up to the idea of what you want and you don't get that is the minute you start resenting the person across from you. Totally. So to me... That's hilarious though that he said... <laughs> Oh, are we doing? I mean, he sounds like an asshole. Yeah. He, well, he sounds like the lights. Or, or that, or she keeps bringing it up, and he's annoyed. Yeah, yeah. And you know what it sounds like to me is that he, he's been, he's been. You know, it, it sounds like to me he's been partying in the basement of his parents' house, and all of a sudden the lights came on, and he was like, "Oh shit, I gotta figure yeah. out an explanation." I feel pressure from that, though. I, I was with a girl recently who told me, she's like, I want kids in the next two years. And I was like, that's like, you can't say that to a guy early on, even if that's what you want, because it just makes me feel like all the but blood. But when, when she said that, what did you, what was your response? Well, I liked her. So I was a little bummed out. I was like, well, I guess this just isn't going to work. Well, you know? that's kind of the advice to her. Yeah. You want a relationship that moves forward. The only way to get this guy to show him that you're serious about the things you want is to say, hey, I gotta go. Also, the th the re the way you guys came back together, the whole pre-story matters to me. You dated, then you didn't date, then he got out of a relationship, he came back to you. The only reason he came back to you is convenience. When you would get Damn. out of a relationship, you, then you go back to someone that you had been in touch with in the past. That is the road to easy, you know, easy compatibility. Wow. Oh, that's person that we kind of had a thing, but. There's a reason he didn't progress with you back then, and it's the same reason he doesn't progress with you now, because he's still looking. Interesting. Yeah, she's like a. You're saying she, she's kind of like a, a hold thing. I think she's a hold. I think she's great, but not great enough for him. That's not to say she's not great enough for anybody. That's just to say that this guy came back to you because it was convenient. Don't be. I feel like some people just settle though. I mean, sometimes people just eventually get run. They get wore down. They're like, ah, I'll just. Yeah, he might person. settle, and, but I think the only way she finds out is to say to him, well, I'm looking for a relationship. If you don't want to be my boyfriend, I got to go. Good luck. So she has to, but then he, she, people do that. I'm like, I'm like ah, but they, maybe you're right. How maybe. much longer can they do? They're, they're doing the test period. How many more months? What, what's, when does he go, oh. I don't know. I guess being alone is just tough, and you just sometimes. Of, like, of course. I don't, I don't hate her for doing it. Nah, I don't hate her for playing along, but there is a point where it's like, yeah, I want to be with you. And if you don't want to be with me and you want to be in this like weird zone of like where we're not allowed to go fuck other people and find better, you obviously want to find better. If you're, if you're not sold on me now, we've done this for since October. Yeah, I, you're what, right. What more do you need? Yeah. You've seen the trailer. Come to the movie. <laughs> and it's like, I get it. Listen, to me, they're both not wrong. 
He's yeah. just trying to run in place at the stoplight uh, without having to cross the street. You want to cross the street. You're saying, let's go. The run's going forward. Yeah, she's just, I guess, not... Uh, it's hard for guys to answer this. And I, I'm i in the same... Like, I'm listening to how you're answering it, and I feel the same way. I've been in the position that this guy's in. I feel smothered like, for him. Yeah, I feel for... Well, you only feel smothered by people that you don't want to be with in that way. Right, I guess I've just... When you're given a hard deadline, you're like, that just never feels good. When you yeah, get when, when you get when, the, when you get that, I want the baby in, in a year and a half or something, I'm just like, what are you... But she's not even saying that. She's just saying... I just want hey, commitment. Hey, I, I just want to know... <laughs> I really that. made this about me, like a classic <laughs> comedian. No, well, I won't have your baby. Like, that's not what it said. <laughs> but I, I do... Uh, for her, she's not even saying like, hey, I want a marriage. I just want to know, let's try and be a relate. Let's give ourselves... Let's give each other the full attention. He's yeah. saying, I'm still going to give away 15% of my attention. Is he, but I, I, she didn't say if he is dating people or not. That's why I don't care. He claims he's not, but I think he's leaving it open for him to say, oh, the, the whole waste my time thing, I do, it does feel smothering. Like it, uh, you don't have to say it that way. You can just say, hey, we've been together for three months. Um, I'm looking, uh, are we going to be together or not? I do like that he really av- avoided it, though. Just like great the, avoidance. Just the, are you dating other people? And you're just like, what? Who, me? You think I would do that to Anytime you? someone repeats it, that means you guys should break up. <laughs> other people? <laughs> wow. You should, I like to flip it on her. You should be ashamed of yourself you, for saying that. You're a bad you? person. For, <laughs> you don't trust me? It's such a dude move. <laughs> That's a cheater move. Yeah. You, you're, you don't trust me? Well, you're, oh, I mean, gonna, maybe I shouldn't be with you. Oh, we're going to do this talk again? <laughs> yeah, the one about us not fucking other people so I don't get an STD. That talk. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Shelby, we got time for one story? We have one in us. Let's do one in us. Do some news. What? Do some news. Oh, cool. Well, you guys said at the top that you were kind of booze hounds. Is that correct? We'll touch the, we'll touch some booze from time to time. We, I I had a couple rough nights with Jared in December for sure. That does that December felt like it was a year. Yeah. What's your drink of choice? I I'm sad to say I really dance around the whole thing. Like I, whenever someone says what's your drink of choice, I'm like I drink everything. Oh, I have a problem. Like yeah. <laughs> like vodka. I'll my normal's vodka soda. I had uh. Sam, I know, is a Manhattan guy. I like bourbon. I like Manhattans. I'll do it. Uh, but we got fucked up on martinis. I love that. Love a teeny Tuesday. Uh, I'm really, I'm, I'll, I'll have a mall back every now and again. What yeah, we, wine is fun. It's fun to get hammered on wine. Love a wine drunk. What are we thinking? Well, the big trend in booze is hard sparkling water. Yes, I know. Well, this is like kind of the fat-free solution. This is, is that um, like that's like a vodka soda. It's like a vodka soda in a can, right? They are. The 2018 sales have almost tripled. To it's a fantastic drink. Um, shows what a problem we have in our country with drinking when people are like they're only concerned with calories. Yeah, you're just trying to get the drug in you. Yeah. It's, that's a drug. Yeah, they. Uh, Kind of big among college kids since yeah. normal sparkling water is kind of dominated the non-alcoholic sure. beverage market, and college students are now saying, "I haven't even touched a beer since I bought this one brand." They're not a sponsor. Well, beer is in trouble right now. Yeah, remember when Michelob Ultra came out and everyone was like, "That's for pussies," and now that's like one of their biggest fucking sellers. Is it big? I, it's like huge. I just like I remember so we were at the cellar party last week or so, and we were drinking you know 
beer pong and all this stuff. And yeah. I was like, God, I got I haven't gotten fucked up on beer in a while and it really sucks. Not fun. It's filling. It really it's too sucks. it's not even like like I'll have it every now and again. And it's gotta be like a good beer. It's gotta be like <sighs> it's gotta be a cold day. Beer is very much about my surroundings now. More than it is having the beer. I can't do beer pong anymore because we did it at that party and it brings out this ugly competitive side of me. People were getting into it. I was getting I, into people's I'm a, face. I'm not a big beer pong person, even through college, just because I like couldn't deal with the stress of like, what rules are we doing? Oh, in my hometown, we do these rules. And I was like, <laughs> I don't need to fucking pull out. I pushed there, there to be beer pong at the party because I thought it would be funny comics playing beer pong. <laughs> we so played. I, pu- I pushed Liz to get the the beer pong setup and then i regretted it i puked all night it was <laughs> it was i had alcohol poisoning i i, I had a really rough day, the next day i that's why i don't want beer anymore man you could play beer pong with the sparkling water but i guess that's but that'll more, probably fuck you up horribly yeah. it doesn't give you the bloat people are saying they don't black out better for day drinking what is it called what's the main one called there's one that i'm white this is gonna claw. be like the ultimate white this claw is, white this claw. is gonna give us like we're wondering like what edge we're gonna have in the next generation is like tough guys <laughs> and it's like this is how sad it is we're like we're like i didn't drink that sparkling pussy shit when i was a kid you yeah know? that's all we got left all we had was we had to mix our own vodka soda <laughs> yeah this white claw stuff there's another one that i know is out there it's and well, they sell it at bodegas? Well, that's the thing. Whenever I go to like colleges and you see people drinking, we've weaponized alcohol. Yeah. Like It tastes so much better than it did even 10 years ago. Like Fireball came out, and I was like, this is fucking dangerous. I now never you liked can, it, but I know people, that's like a college drink. I and, know. and also, it's just easy to put down. Fireball, Jaeger, I'm just like, I'm, that shit just scares me. Jaeger was the beginning, and now Jaeger, you taste it, and you're like, this is the grossest fucking thing I've ever put in my <laughs> fucking mouth. And now it's like cotton candy fla- flavored vodka with soda. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking, this is like I'm at the circus. Yeah, it's either a college or like a Bill Bellamy show at the Funny Bone or something. <laughs> it's it's for uh, <laughs> like younger people. You know those uh, like white elephant gift swaps where yeah. y'all pick a number, you can get a gift. If somebody gives like a better one, you could... Like force you a swap, steal, yeah, and at like it was all these gifts was at work, and this like person opened a bottle of like Smirnoff peppermint, okay. and even the bottle is really like good. scratch and sniff of peppermint, yeah. And they wanted some Hershey something. syrup it's in there, and like, it's like a peppermint patty, right? Sure. Then at the end of the night, like she's like, they're all people opening gifts, and this older guy in like his sixties gets a really good gift and this young girl swaps for him so at the end he's just holding this peppermint like vodka <laughs> an man and it's been pepper- sitting in the he didn't want it's been sitting in the fridge for like a month now yeah it, it's that old man he's like who would drink this yeah it's but then again but i mean bailey's irish cream i mean there's drinks that, that like existed. old people i mean people have uh <laughs> but that was like a once a year thing i guess i don't i mean like have you had what's the, the deep water eddie's Deepwater Eddie something. That's a flavored vodka that you try and you're like the grapefruit. You're like, oh, this is Fresca. Really? You take the grapefruit Deepwater Eddie, you put it with soda. You're like, there's no difference. I could fucking end my life tonight. That's the problem. Shit. Is like I, I, I need it to taste like booze just so I know what I'm doing to myself. It's gonna, well, what holds you back? The, yeah, the Manhattan, hangover. Manhattan is sweet, but at least I know I'm drinking bourbon. You know? My brother sent me a picture from Manhattan. He goes, Sam, this, send this to Morell. Oh, really? You know, <laughs> you've become I drink, known. If, if I, I mean, yeah, that's a, it's a problem because I really do like bourbon and that's like a nice cocktail. I, I'll, oh, For ooh. me, it's figuring out the moment where you go, hi, right, that's enough. I haven't I'm figured good. that out. I'm a binge yeah. drinker, so I, I'm not an alcoholic, but I, I, 
I'm like you, where it's like I just get way too fucked up. I I've got to get a bit of. A and also, I don't. It. I don't think I've ever, I've ever had someone come up to me and go, "You're a real asshole last night." Like I don't have that in me too. No, so I'm a pretty a, decent drunk for the yeah. most part. I, I mean, that's why we're probably still going. The blessing and the curse. But don't you? Aren't the hangovers just getting you They're at bad. this point? They're it's bad. really brutal for me. Yesterday it's, was brutal for me. It's taking up time that I don't need taken. The up. last two days hurt me badly and i was like this is i've got to chill that answer used to annoy me so much i just don't have the time to drink i'm like well, who the fuck do you think you are like what do you don't have the time? and now i'm thinking i'm like they made a good point well the hangovers and people keep saying they get worse and i'm just like all right what and now i'm like holy shit this is like <laughs> i'm like still depressed from saturday yeah the, the the weirds will get you shelby thank you for bringing the news thanks for having me that's Sam. the best news segment ever. <laughs> the news is just people are getting fucked up on a different thing. Yeah, it's true. Sam Morell at right. Sam Morell. Go follow. Go support. Thank you for coming on the Thanks show, Shelby. Thank you for bringing the news. Yep. At Classic Shelb on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I will be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>